Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I received a beautiful question from one of my friends and I'm chuckling as I reread this because I feel like I could actually swap out the name for several other people. (laughs) So this is a legitimate email, but it's actually a pretty broad question. So this particular friend was wondering about a prayer for lost things. And so she said, my husband misplaces things often, but is a persistent seeker until found. But his whole family, amazingly not a disorganized bunch, tend to lose things perpetually, like every day. Some things are habits, like where to put your keys when arriving, but even things like money or legal documents, which are stored, quote unquote, safely, seem to often get lost. It's so strange. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So as soon as I read that, I thought, oh, that... Obviously, there is the habit part, right? So easy enough, if you have specific places where things go, you just say, okay, Lord, how can I establish good habits so that I always put my keys where they go? Or like when I'm traveling, when I get the little parking stub, I always put it in the same place in my car so that when I return, I know exactly where it is. Or when I am uh, writing something, Using a pen from my purse, I stick the pen back in the same pocket in my purse every time. So some of these are really basic things. And it's not necessarily the most fun to try to habituate yourself, but it just takes that split second of attention and... (laughs) Which I say as if that's super easy. This coming from the woman who has accidentally missent emails multiple times over the last few months because I had that split second of not paying attention at the very critical 30 seconds where I'm putting in like who it's going from and where it's going to. So I recognize that this is not, even though it's easy to say, it's not necessarily, or simple to say, it's not necessarily easy to actually do. But on a deeper level, why do things go missing? And You know, Bob and I had a conversation about this at one point, because when he was a missionary in Latvia, he said there was a lot of white witchcraft. Well, I guess it would be witchcraft, so not necessarily white, but um, a lot of that in that area. And he gave the example of a dog that they had had that was just kind of a rascally dog, not not a lovely dog. And at one point they had been loading up the van to take a missions trip somewhere. And so Bob said, I had my keys and then I didn't have my keys and we could not find the keys. And there were something like 13 people standing around like, okay, we can't get on the road without the keys. Finally, they created a dragnet, the 13 of them, and started walking the property, like 13 across, trying to locate these missing keys. And they eventually found them in the woods. Presumably the rascally dog had picked them up, taken them out of his pocket, grabbed them out of the car. We don't know. And carried them off and dropped them in the woods. Okay. Well, that's not normal. That to me is a very specific level of impingement of frustration, of delay. And so when, when I start to see that kind of thing happen to me, that just says witchcraft, that there is Um, Your time is being stolen. Your peace of mind is being stolen 
that things that actually should not be hard become extremely hard. And there's a cloudiness of mind. There's a, uh, a strong resistance really around that, Ooh, that kind of thing. So here's how I pray against that. And I welcome additional thoughts because this isn't something that I hear talked about a whole lot, but I, I truly think that this is at the root of quite a few of these. When I'm thinking about the people that I know who have issues with misplacing things a lot, um, they aren't all former missionaries in Latvia, but I know one of them has strong Masonic ties and one of them lives in a country with a lot of witchcraft. So uh, I'm going to go with, yeah, I think that this is probably, if not always connected with witchcraft, probably most of the time. So yeah, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are not a God of confusion, that when you created the world, you put the things where they were supposed to be. And so Lord, for anything that's rising up to say, oh no, that's not going to happen anymore. I'm going to come in with confusion. I'm going to come in to steal away time. I'm going to come in and create frustration and hassle and aggravation. I'm going to create these little, uh, the little foxes that spoil the grapes, the little things that get into relationships where the wife is like, I don't understand how that could have just happened again. Lord, we want to say no to that. So Lord, for any witchcraft that would be rising up the people, rising up against the people of God, I'm asking that you would come in power and break those chains, that you would come in power and the the places where the witchcraft is taking place, that you would simply remove that. Lord, we think about how often there's a sense of a veil being dropped down that's covering, that's disguising, that's obscuring. And so Jesus, I'm asking that you would pull that away, that the the veil would be gone. Lord, we recognize uh, in the literal that the veil in the temple was torn into, that the people were now able to access God. But Lord, we also recognize that you are God of clarity. And so we're asking that those things that are coming to obscure, to blind, to cover, we're asking that you would remove those. Lord, I'm asking that this would actually be a day where the the curse and the 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 enemy that's rising up against would be completely rolled back, that that would no longer be allowed to rise up. And I thank you for it. In your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Along with that, as I was just finishing that prayer, I also had a thought that uh, I'll use Bob as an example. So this is not something that he normally struggles with anymore, but it's very interesting to me. At different times, he'll have a prayer assignment and his wallet will go missing or something else will go missing. To me, that's usually just another indicator that of the direction that we need to pray into, that this is an issue of him facing something where there is witchcraft happening. And so I'm not saying it's fun, but it gives direction and clarity of how we might need to be praying in that situation. So Jesus, thank you that you give us tools. (laughs) You give us lots of tools. So thank you for that, Lord. Amen.